Oh, hi there, everybody. It's me, Daniel Kay. It's been a little bit too long since I published an episode, so I thought I'd uh, reach into the bonus episode bucket and just publish one on the feed. Um, but uh, it comes with a content warning. This episode comes with a content warning. Uh, yeah, content warning. There's some content in this episode. It's not funny. Or maybe you think it's funny to hear me do this. I don't know. I guess I hope so. But it's really actually pretty full on. Uh, huh. I thought, will that do? Yeah. Well, <laughs> just <laughs> here it is. Previously, it was only available to the uh, the people who who lurk on my page in the uh, audio only Let's Play Discord channel. Uh, I put the link up there so that hardcore Daniel K's Let's Plays fans could listen uh, and and not be alienated by what they heard. Uh, but hey, now just the general public can hear it too. Here you go, everyone. Enjoy! gentlemen it's me daniel k hi welcome to the daniel k's let's plays podcast project it's the podcast where i daniel k usually play a video game i'm not gonna play a video game today though no um because the room in which i usually play video games oh it's all a mess everything is being reorganized there's not even space for me to sit in my chair my chair is piled up with rubbish which is being reorganized um, yeah, so I'm sat here on my floor, and I can't do the thing I usually like to do, which is play a video game on one computer and record my voice on another computer. Uh, I've been doing that a lot recently, and it's been working out really cool. I hope you've been enjoying the most recent um, itch.io bundle for racial justice games. Please stay tuned for more of them. Oh, I'll be doing more of them. But not tonight. We've got something different in store. A book! A book is in store for us tonight. I'm going to do a Let's Play of a Choose Your Own Adventure book. So now, uh, I've got two choices. Uh, I recently went to my local uh, cool retro arcade shop, which sells lots of old, you know, Sega Genesis games and Super Nintendo consoles, uh, and also, you know, hip-hop on vinyl and cassette and uh, old arcade machines and stuff. And they've also got a sci-fi bookshelf, and I'm like, ooh, I like sci-fi books. And I flip through it, and I find a, uh, a choose-your-own-adventure book um, based on uh, The Witchfires of Leith, or Leth, which is a novel by, uh, or a series by C.J. Cherry, who I think is... Well, at least to me, most famous for writing Down Below Station. Down Below Station is the only C.J. Cherry book that I've uh, read. And I didn't love it, but I recognised the name, and I was like, oh, I'll pick up this choose-your-own-adventure book set in the same world as what appears to be some kind of fantasy setting. That was option one. Option two, the one I'm actually going to go for, is uh, something arrived on my doorstep this morning. Ages ago, I ordered a, a little... I'm just opening it up now a short choose-your-own-adventure zine off the internet, 
And that's what I'm actually going to play for you. Not the super complicated Crossroads Adventure, uh, Witchfires of Leith, uh, CJ Cherry Choose Your Own Adventure, which would uh, involve me rolling rolling dice, dies, rolling dice, keeping scores, tracking my hit points, getting into scraps. It would be pretty intense. Instead, I'm going to be playing... Oh, there it is. Ooh, oh, there's lots of stuff in here. There's extra stuff in this package. Woohoo! Stickers, a handwritten note. What a lovely black envelope, too. Thanks so much from Haxan. I'm going to be playing Sucking Dracula's Cock, a choose-your-own-adventure book. An erotic, choosable path adventure by Haxan. Sucking Dracula's Cock. Uh, this is actually a sequel to a little zine called Eating Dracula's Ass. I decided not to go for that for the podcast. Uh, I don't know. It feels a little close to the knuckle. We might as well start. Oh, what beautiful. It's almost like it's printed on old book paper. It has this sort of lovely yellowed page and a very nice uh, black and white ink illustration here on the front and also on the inside front page. Sucking Dracula's Cock by Haxan, an erotic choosable path adventure. Let's just dive right in. <coughs> Copyright 2015 through 2020, Haxan, with text adapted from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, you can find more at uh, patreon.com slash age underscore of underscore sin. Um or age-of-sin.com. They'll be in the descriptions, though. Sucking Dracula's cock. It is night. Your eyes roam over the feast spread out upon the table in front of you. The Count, beautiful, sitting silently in shadow near the fire, watches you. And you are still Jonathan Harker, the young Englishman, so very far from home. Not so long ago, you tore into a similar spread with a famished celerity regarding the darkness of the castle around you as nothing more than your own fatigue in the night, your discomfort of travel, uh, inhabitants of a strange new country. Tonight you regard the roasted carcasses of fowl and the cascading slices of hearty roasts with an unease. You saw something the other night. You know something about the Count, something he has not imparted upon himself, and perhaps would not wish you to know. Fear and curiosity twist around each other like snakes inside of you. Your hands unconsciously grip your silverware too tight. You can feel the Count's eyes upon you glinting in the light of the low fire, not completely unlike the way they have glinted at you. In lust. Night passed, his body spread out upon your bed. You swallow with a dry mouth and open it. Uh, to begin eating, turn to page 7. To begin talking, turn to page 5. To begin sucking Dracula's cock, turn to page 6. Uh, let's just eat the food to begin with. Uh, am I going to get like a good ending or a bad ending? There's all, all this pressure on me. I'm just going to start eating. Page 7. Warm, tender meats in their savoury gravies and spice 
find their way into your mouth. Teeth sliding against the bone. Glasses of Tokyo slide down your throat. The pleasure of it all almost sausages your uneasinesses. Ah, oh, almost, <laughs> almost assuages your uneasiness. But it's still there. The Count rifles through the papers of his coming estate, but sometimes there is a stillness in those long-nailed hands. You look upon... You look upon to see his eyes gazing at you from under the shadow of his brow. He has never eaten with you. He's already supped, he says, each night. You'll forgive me, he says, and you always do. To continue eating, if only to fill time, go to page eight. That's my only option. This is very nicely presented. This is a good quality product. You reach for the bread and the small bread knife. Your hands shake, though you're not sure why. You haven't been yourself since you got here. Your letters to Mina grow shorter and shorter, the verbiage more haggard, resisting the easy flow from the front of love, from the font of love that wells within your breast. That font is damned now. Perhaps you are too. This night is dragging on forever. Turn to page nine. You cut the bread and you're not paying attention. Your head foggy in the soupy anticipation, lacing your limbs as to when the count will touch you tonight, just when the dream will begin again. You cut yourself, and you gasp. Turn to page 10. Beads of blood erupt from the broken surface of the skin along the side of your thumb. You squeeze it, and the blood bubbling up thicken now. You bite your lip, and the stinging pain. The Count is at your side almost instantly like a cold shadow. Take care, he says, low and quiet. Take care how you cut yourself. It is more dangerous than you think in this country. His eyes are dark and deep, smouldering with a fire that knows no reason. He takes your hand in his. Please, he says, and your skin prickles. Allow me. You hold your breath as he parts his red lips and slides your thumb into his mouth. Uh, to watch him suck the blood from your thumb, turn to page 12. But to try to pull your thumb from his mouth, turn to page 11. Well, uh, I'm just gonna watch. His mouth is cold, the wet tongue sucking on the gentle wound. For its slight sanguine emission, chilling. The longer he suckles, the fainter your heart feels. None of this surprises you. It's almost as if you have dreamt it before. The whole night exists in your mind as some half-forgotten fantasy. Something dreamt in the restlessness of the di di diurnal sleep you have been forced into after the countless nights spent up with the Count. None of his emotions are foreign to your body. Your thumb leaves his mouth and he places his hands on your shoulders to push you to your knees. You know what he wants, because you want it too. Get ready to start sucking, bitch boy. Turn to page 13. Your hands fumble at his waistcoat, turning it up to expose his waistband, to untuck his shirt, to press your mouth in patterns over his stomach, patterns palpitating as fast as your heart, in your ears, swimming in eagerness, drowning in anticipation for what lies within his trousers. He runs his hands through your hair and his long nails against your scalps and chills over your skin. To unbutton the Count's trousers, turn to page 14. Well, there's no other option, so it looks like the, the, the trousers are getting unbuttoned. You loosen his trousers, and his cock smacks you in the face. You haven't been in the heart... <clears throat> yeah, you haven't been in the heart to describe beauty as of late, yet seeing it now makes you want to weep for sheer perfection of it. He grasps his cock in one hand and draws the tip of it across your lips. The other hand caresses the hair behind your ear and then pulls you in closer. Uh, I can admire the Count's cock, 
by turning to page 16, to let your lips be parted by Dracula's throbbing cock, turn to page 18, and to nuzzle your face against his cock at the root, turn to page 15, which I'm going to do. Here we are at page 15. Uh, You let yourself be drawn in. The undead parapus, rock hard, absolutely little more than room temperature, grazing against your unshaven cheek. You nuzzle against the mass of black hair surrounding the root and inhale. It smells like graveyard dirt. Cold and distant, a dark and loamy decay surrounding old wood. Hot with rot. Somewhere there is the cold of mist as well, the soft mint, a breath of moonbeam. It makes you ache. To pull back and admire the Count's cock, turn to page 16. To lick the length of his cock, turn to page 26. To suck on his balls, turn to page 17. I'm going to 26, and I'm going to lick the length of his cock. Skipping past quite a bit. I guess there was more description of the cock. Here we are, 26. You run the warm, wet length of your tongue out and let it slide up his cock before slipping the head into your mouth and sucking lollingly. He really likes it. This is... I don't know why I was expecting anything less in-depth than this. Uh, But yeah, this is pretty in-depth. There's a lot of words in this book and they're all describing one thing. I don't know why I'm so surprised. Uh, To stroke his cock... Turn to page 22. To start sucking with conviction, turn to page 28. And to massage his balls to 24. This is like a whole mechanic now. We're like going back and forth to different sections. That's a lot of what I just... We're in the actual like act now. So I just skipped past a lot of, uh, a lot of things that we can do to this cock. Uh, I guess we're going to leave off sucking with conviction... I guess I'll massage the balls on page 24. No, no, that's not what's in my heart to do. I'm going to stroke the cock at page 22. You stroke your hand along the shaft of his hard cock. The flesh warms under your touch and he moans through the motions. I could massage his balls at this point. I could pull back and just lick the tip of his cock to tease him at page 23. I could shove as much of that thing in your mouth as you can cause. Uh, (laughs) I can shove the much of that thing in your mouth as you can because you're mad horny. Turn to page 27. I like the sound of that. You shove the Count's cock into your mouth, the head sliding against your tongue and giving away to the fullness of his shaft. You draw back, and each time you shove his cock back into your mouth, you just take a little more, a little more, until the tip of his cock is reaching the tender back of your throat. There's only one thing now to consider, but will you let him take you like that? You might want to, perhaps. The fullness of him in your mouth makes you want to be used that way, to be forced down upon his cock until your lips are wrapped around the very base of it and his cock is choking you. But it's up to you. Uh, I could decide to use one hand to stroke his cock while I suck it, turn to page 28, or keep shoving his cock into your mouth deeper and deeper at 29. Let's take it easy and go to 28. You start pumping the hot Dracula dick with one hand while you suck on it, and the count thrusting into your mouth as he gets closer and closer to his orgasm. Your lust is unbearable. To finish him off, turn to page 30. Okay, cool. His cock pumps in and out of your mouth and you relish the sensation. 
He is getting what he wants from you and you're giving it to him willingly. Willingly on your knees, a horny, horny prisoner of his castle, as much a part of this threshold now as the dusty furniture, the cobwebs and the arch windows. You moan over his cock. As his breathing becomes more and more rapid until he reaches his orgasm, his cum spilling into your mouth. He seems to come for ages, and you savour the taste of it in your mouth. That was fucking great. You're really vibing now. Surely it's your turn to come, right? Turn to page 31 to find out. The Count wipes his cum from your lips, and you suck it from his fingers, and he leans down, his mouth hovering over yours, perhaps for a kiss. Forgive me, he says, looking down at you as one might look at an adoring pet, but I must leave you now. I have much work to do in private this evening. There is no kiss. He twirls the hair behind your ear, soothing any disappointment that may be swelling in your chest. Should sleep soon overcome you, take care to hasten to your rooms. Or to these here. This castle is old and has many memories, he says. There are bad dreams for those who sleep unwisely. Here you will be safe. Safe, you ask? Yes, I intend to keep you for as long as I can, he says, and steps back, his hand brushing your cheek as he leaves you. Your body swarms with throbbing, persistent lust, tinged now with a dreamy confusion at being left so soon. He regards you one last time at the door, and while the colour of his cheeks was once high and warm, he is back to a pallor of death now, a horrifying cold beauty. If you do not heed my warnings, my young friend, if you be not careful in this respect, he finishes the sentiment in a gruesome way, motioning with his hands as if he were washing them. He slips from the room and you wonder, just what would happen if you disobeyed? Afterward. I don't quite have the room like I did at the end of eating Dracula's ass for a very lengthy afterwards. However, I do want to take the time to thank everybody who's lovingly encouraged me to bring Eating Dracula's Ass and Sucking Dracula's Cock back as Choosable Path booklets. And thank you each and every one of my patrons and subscribers, some of whom have been with me for years now. I really could not be making ridiculous things like this without your support. From Haxan. The end. Well, great. Where am I going to publish this? I don't... I don't have any any avenue to put this out into the world. Maybe uh maybe just the Discord gets it. Great. All right, thanks everyone. See you later. What an experience. What an amazing experience. <laughs>